Yeah, I think Omar's right, though. What? Everybody kind of misses a plane plane crash by a certain amount of time. Yeah. Good way to open the podcast. And by <laughs> thanks, Adam. You want to criticize my fucking show more? God, we're gonna we're gonna open with that right away. Is huh? The communities uh, show. Is, this is the new shtick we do, right? Where like yeah. I, I yeah lampoon you and you, you, you go into the whole thing. The and then, tension between Adam and Lawrence. Yeah, oh boy. It's palpable. And then we oh, the, I liked it too, where people are like, man. Lawrence is so salty, and then uh, the demo disc comes out like, Lawrence, save the day. <laughs> Which one is it? No, the, no, they hated me. I wasn't James. They, I need to be more. You were I super saw. funny in that episode. Nah. I watched we, it, and I laughed. Yeah. Should we introduce our guest? Yes, we yes. should. James. Hi, I'm James. This is James. James Williams <laughs> is here today. Nice to meet yeah. you. Uh, I'm trying to make this. This is Wait. more important. All right. We'll no. do the real one. <laughs> uh, no, we have, we have Charlie, a.k.a. Critical, here today. Yo. Hi, How are you? So yeah, we were talking about plane flights and yours. Oh yeah, we were talking about plane crashes, which is great because, because you have a phobia of planes. Very much so, yeah. So, so let's continue about talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you don't have to do an ad read, do you? Did uh, you know that when the plane crashes, most people are still, the, the, the actual um, fuselage is, is built well enough that most people are still alive after the plane hits the ground. That's great. They either drown oh. because the whole thing fills with water course, yeah. or fire just consumes it and then you burn to death. God, I love That's generally how it happens. I actually hear a lot of it happens from suffocation because there was a plane crash that happened. Everyone survived, but one of the guys who was inspecting it didn't check that the oxygen mask went down. Everyone just suffocated and died. Damn it. There you go. So, so Fight Club was wrong all along. What? If I get on a plane what? crash, I'd love this. I remember they said it's just for the oxygen to make you high. Anyway, welcome to Terrifying Bullet Dude Soup. Welcome. Uh, we have a special guest. Hopefully our audio doesn't sound like shit this week. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Doom is out, except for some reason it's hanging on the title logo. Mm -hmm. That happens. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Blue Apron, which is fucking awesome. We'll hear more about that in a second. I have I have many culinary adventures to share with you guys, which mostly... Oh, yeah, there you go. It's yours now. Uh, you can uh, go to blueapron.com slash dudesoup for a, uh, two free meals with free shipping. But, you know, we'll hear more about that in a second. Uh, so first of all, planes. Boy, those are scary, huh? Oh, you want to talk about planes? So um, I've always been curious uh, because it is sort of terrifying because... You know, there's really nothing holding you up, and it's it's stuff you don't understand. Can I do this now, or is this really is this really no, messing with you? I love when do you find he needs to, con he needs to confront it. Oh, you got time. He'll forget he about to confront this. it. Yeah. I'll forget all about it. Have you tried to drill down and understand exactly what it is that terrifies you about airplanes? Just the fact that I'm not in control, and if something goes wrong, I'm just fucked. Isn't that true most of the time in life, though? At least you feel in control. Like, if you're behind the wheel of a mm. car, you kind of have some degree the of control. The illusion of control. Yeah. Okay. So but if they put a wheel control. on the back of every seat... <laughs> I feel much better about myself. Okay. <laughs> Just sit there playing with my wheel. Or, other idea, what if you took a wheel onto the airplane? I was actually going to take a parachute on the airplane. TSA lets you carry a carry-on. Mm -hmm. Really? So, yeah, I was learning how to use a parachute like for a week before no. coming. You, you know what happens, though. If you <laughs> yeah. try to leave a plane going 500 exactly. miles per hour, your asshole comes out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like, so one of my friends hit me with that hard dose reality. I was like, well, fuck this. So yeah. all that time just planking on the thing, like pulling <laughs> my backpack. I mean, you probably have great core strength now, though, course, right? Yeah. We, we did training. we did indoor skydiving years ago because uh, Bruce is the best stepdad yeah, anyone's ever had, <laughs> and uh, that was like, I forgot why he he brought it. He's like, yeah, my dad got me these gift cards for indoor skydiving. Have you ever seen this? It's like a tube. Yeah, yeah. And we all went. I was stupid. I wore these giant boots, and I made oh. I kept I kept them on, which was dumb. But the guy who was showing off was like he's doing backflips oh, and jumping around. That fucking guy. And then we all go out there and just go, <laughs> 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 just fall. Well, then you could and then you could also pay extra. Remember, it was like, oh, that's like, right. For a little ten dollars, we'll float you a little higher, and then he'd like, like, he'd like take you all the way to the top of the tube, but it's still just you going like this, as some guys doing flips yeah. next to you, like <laughs> spinning you around and all kinds of stuff like that. 
think you might need to adjust the resolution or something. That looks weird. I don't know. Don't worry about it. I, don't I, focus on the game. Yeah. Focus on me. Lawrence. I focus on what I want to focus on. How about that? I wish okay, we, what's uh, that? For our audience and listeners, Resolutions. we're playing Doom today. Yeah. You can't even hear it anymore, so it That's doesn't fine. matter. We'll, we'll describe it in great detail. Piece it out. And I, love, I love the fucking intro of this game. And it like, throws on the E1M1 music. It's great. You want to talk about Doom? Yeah. I haven't started playing it yet. Uh-oh. Just go to the Spoilers. next topic. Charlie, have you, played, have you played it yet? I haven't played it. What was the last, oh, game, fuck, you, man. What was the last game you played? Ace of Seafood. It's, a, it's like a fish-conquering game. You play as fish and you try and take over the ocean. I played... We're playing the wrong game. <laughs> sounds like... You Put that get, on. It sounds like, a, like, what was it? What's the fucking... I don't Pitchio? know. What? The one where you have to absorb balls that have words oh, on them? Oh, Io? Slithero? Or Slithero. Or the other yeah, Io? Yeah, is the yeah. new one that I haven't played yet. Okay. I thought Slithero was the new one. Uh, well, what I find fascinating about this week in video gaming... Uh, come on. I'm I, feel like a, I feel like a Polygon yeah, reviewer right zing, now. We both got there. Uh, he wasn't a reviewer. Oh, whatever. It was somebody who... Uh, Ugh, controls hard. <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that's why. Yeah, I'm playing with the, this game on a controller. It's also probably, probably pretty laggy, too. Yeah, we're on a Steam link. It's okay. No, it's fine. Um, so this week we've had, we have Uncharted 4. Oh, are you already dead? You're yeah. already dead. Oh, look at that. It's very hard. We have Uncharted 4 and Doom, which yeah. seem to both take two different, but equally valid for the sake of argument, uh, approaches to video game design. One is, one is pretty purely a video game experience, uh -huh. where it's all about mechanics, rule sets, your ability as a player to, to like make decisions in a game space and solve a challenge that is presented to you. Whereas Uncharted 4 is more about the illusion of interactive narrative or more like the narrative moments are scripted and presented to you and you might have camera control or something like that or, or you have control in these little sandboxes that happen between narrative moments. So essentially you're dealing with kind of complicated DVD menus to get to the next episode. Mm. Uh, and then Quantum Break was like a really weird mix of the two. I guess I guess we can bring that up too because it kind of came out uh, a month ago, two months mm -hmm. ago. Did you play Quantum Break, Adam? No, no. I, it's been sitting on my hard drive. Man. No. So you you're guys, the only one. You guys need to play more video games. I know, I'm I don't sorry. have time. <laughs> I generally <laughs> no, I, go home and I play I, I play Overwatch or I play Street Fighter. No, I, and I one of those it. has been taken away, so no, I play Street Fighter. Well, I, I guess I guess James, you yeah. know, and I, of course, knowing... Oh, hey, they, they talk about the Demon Dagger. Anyway. Yeah. Knowing, uh, knowing your, your preferences and having talked to you before and hearing you rant about The Last of Us, I can pretty much guess that you, you tend, and also based on the fact that you like Overwatch and Street Fighter 2, uh, like, while you're playing narratively devoid, mm -hmm. even though there is narrative there, uh, narratively devoid games that focus on gameplay and mechanics and hitting buttons and stuff like that, I would guess you prefer the more video gamey side of the gaming spectrum? So, so I am, like, probably, Elise and I have been playing Uncharted 4, uh, probably, like, Three and a half hours in. It's kind of hard to tell. Playing. Ooh. So here's the thing. Oh, the birds are falling. People are coming at me and they're like, oh, you're going to hit on this game too? I've said in the past that I, I, I like the Uncharted series. I think they've gotten better as they go along. I thought one was kind of whatever, but then they're figuring out that game mechanics are important when you're supposed to be playing the game part of the game. Mm -hmm. And so they've been improving those along the way. I actually genuinely liked Uncharted 3. Uh, Uncharted 4... I am enjoying, my big thing is I think that when you have media, and this almost goes for anything, figure out what it is and then be true to that as opposed to trying to straddle a bunch of lines. So if you're going to make a super dancey pop song, make it so dancey and make it so pop. Don't mix R&B elements into it if, it if it's going to betray the dancey and pop of the rest of it. Mm. So, like, stuff like narrative, narrative, narrative and gaming is fine with me. I, I genuinely like the Telltale games. 
like The Walking Dead Season 1 and Season 2 and the Game of Thrones game, they're all really, really, really fun. And I really like them, but it's because they're just, they just double down on narrative. They're like, it's going to be narrative, we're going to write a really cool story, and all we're asking you to do is kind of participate in that story. <laughs> when you get into a situation where it's kind of 65% narrative and then 35% kind of a game... That's when I get frustrated. And the worst example, the worst, forget about Last of Us. That's kind of just a joke now at this point that I hate it. I played through the whole game, which is more than I could say for Beyond Two Souls, yeah. right? Which is, it's just a disaster as far as I'm concerned of what is it? Is it a movie or whatever? I think the problem with those situations, you get you get into a, a thing where you're, you're not telling a great narrative because it doesn't have a true narrative structure. So, so like, there's really long scenes. It, it could be a well-written scene, but like, yeah. even even in Uncharted uh, Uncharted Four, there's some sequences in the beginning that I'm like, like tricking my watch, like, and this is when a game is supposed to hook you, right? And there, it's still going a little long. It feels like it needs an editor at some point. So that's it's an interesting point because you're right. Uncharted Four has a really slow windup, but I actually kind of liked that. And to me, um, and I understand that this is going to sound a like I'm making excuses, mm -hmm. but to me, I think that is embracing the freedom of games. That a game is expected to be, even a narrative experience, ideally would be 12 hours or so. Mm -hmm. So I think you have, almost like you have in a book, you have a lot more time to wind up, establish character. But you are correct in the sense that at the beginning, you don't really have an idea of what you're doing or why. The stakes aren't really established. Uh -huh. uh, like in the first level, huge action set piece. You don't know where you are or why, but, you know, that's kind of the point. Yeah, yeah. And then flashback, and your, your motivation is to still figure out what's going on or what yeah. the nature of your relationship with your brother is. And then you go forward again, and you figure out what's going on there. You flash back again. Mm -hmm. I, I do like the kind of meandering, uh, slow-paced build, because that's something I always enjoyed about, like, old-school RPGs, old, old-school RPGs. They would take forever to get going. It's like Dragon Quest Seven didn't start for like five hours. Mm -hmm. it, I think it was like two and a half hours until you got the first battle sequence. Yeah, yeah. And while I remember that fondly, maybe that is a bit of nostalgia. But at the same time, I think it is kind of embracing the freedoms that games have that they don't have to be paced like movies. It is. It, I agree. Yeah, that's good. That's a very good point. Yeah. I don't really have a rebuttal for that. It's a really <laughs> good point. <laughs> I went. We're shutting down the podcast. They are creating their new a new form of narrative within gaming that sure. just is paced a little bit differently. I, I think, though, that, like, certain things that are purely cinematic that don't even ask for your interaction, yeah. like, there's a... It's it's within the first, like, 90 minutes of the game. So, spoiler or whatever, but not really. It's, like, you know, when he's home and he's with Elena. And oh, they yeah. play Crash Bandicoot. And then they talk. And they continue talking. And then, like, it's, like, weirdly long. I don't know, man. I was I was clenching my teeth throughout all that. Because I've, I've been through that kind of thing where... People just grow apart, and it's obvious, but neither person really knows it yet. So I thought they nailed that scene in that regard, and that was like really that was that was pretty harrowing for me. I just thought it was. I just I thought it could have been. I think that film yeah. films have editors that sometimes will go in and they'll be like third party. And they're like, we don't need all this. Yeah. But I think in a game when you've constructed so much around it and you've built so many <laughs> elements that are built into it, you're less likely to go like. This isn't necessary for the narrative. But, again, it could just be a new pace that, of, of narrative storytelling that well, I'm not used to. I was saying this is, this is a good week to have multiple platforms because I went from Uncharted for like a week. I've been just kind of slogging through it, but also at the same time because I don't want to burn myself out. But then Doom came out like on Friday. 
and I started it, like, we had, like, a light day, and I started it, and I couldn't put it down for two days. And then I played it again, and I was just like, shit, dude. Oh, you skipped up, uh, skipped up difficulty? Yeah, I, nice. I, I scaled the difficulty. I'm really again. excited to do a nightmare run of this game. This I'm game playing is... on ultraviolence, and it's fun, but after you get a few upgrades, it, it gets pretty easy. You, like, you can enjoy both. That's, that's yeah. what I'm saying, though. Is like, now I'm looking forward to going back to Uncharted and like kind of taking a break, because um, it is a differently paced yeah. game. But fuck me, this game is rad. I'm actually just getting excited. Even playing, It's hard to play with a controller right now on PC. Yeah, but, yeah. That's, uh, we, we tried to come up with some kind of, like... <laughs> we were talking about having some kind of tray with a mouse and keyboard Don't out worry here. About it, no, nah, I ultimately shelved that one. So how about you, Charlie? Where, yeah. where do you trend on uh, on gaming predilections? Uh, I don't have anything meaningful to contribute to the <laughs> argument. I just like games where I play as fish and take over the sea. <laughs> well, I mean, then that that seems to be file under the non-narrative, non-like cinematic type of game. What is? I was always like kind of curious what your process is for finding like kind of the weird, obscure stuff. Because I remember the first video of yours I saw was the uh, the weird Japanese. Baseball pitching yeah. one. And oh, it that was, one's fucking awesome. It was super glitched out. And you kept doing like weird backflips and stuff. Is that just that game, or do you it's have to the, fuck it up? It's the game. You uh, you can design your own pitching techniques. <laughs> I didn't know that. Fantastic. We tried playing it, and then we're like, this is all in Japanese. We can't <laughs> yeah. figure this out. Do but like, do people typically send you stuff, or do you like seek this stuff out? I usually look for it, because it's what I genuinely like to play. I like really weird things. I, I love weird movies. Like I love dirt really, factories. Yeah, just really shit. Objectively shit products. I love to play them or watch them or listen to them. I don't know if you listen to Cold Rapper, but he has a fantastic single called "I Eat Shit," and those are like that's the kind of music I like to listen to as well. I just really have a passion. It's like it. Wesley Willis back in the day. I'm, like I'm gonna say I'm just gonna. Have you ever heard of the Frogs? I've not heard of the. Frogs. Look them up, man. It sounds like it's your cup of tea. The Frogs. They're. I don't know if shit is the right word, but they're like. <laughs> they have a song called "Where's Jerry Lewis," and it's just like someone singing about. Jerry, it's all like weird folksy stuff, but it's he's singing about like a Jerry Lewis, um, you know, telethon. Right. Like, like, where's Jerry Lewis? There's a cripple on the stage. <laughs> Toss him a nickel or two. Like, it's all just like wow. really weird shit. And the guy, one of the lead singers, would wear bat wings <laughs> when he performed. It was just like it was just like a real horror show, like a real fucked up. Thing. Have you ever listened to Wing? Like they had her on an episode like not of South wings, Park, but Wing? Wing. Wing. Yeah, yeah. The, the like she's like the Asian singer. Or uh, she's from New Zealand. She's Asian. Oh, she's real? What's that? You used to have her on K-Rock. Yeah, she's always on K-Rock. Wait, but I thought she was a... She's real? No, oh, she's totally real. She's Fuck. real? I yeah, thought yeah. she was a joke. I mean, yes, but... Well, yeah. The but lines no. blur at some point. Yeah, but she, um, she has a song called Santa's Helicopter. And she, like, explains... Oh, like, yeah, like or, he's dropping presents for all the boys and girls? Yeah, because her whole thing is like, it, it's like, no way could Santa get around on a sleigh. We need to explain this for the children. He uses a helicopter. And then, but she's she'll she'll screw up the lyrics real bad, or like just the the basic English. But, but she just continues on, and I'm like, I love that. I love they're her. They're her lyrics that she screws up. Yeah. Okay. Good. Her own lyrics. Good, yeah. Well, she'll she'll just kind of talk at you for a little bit about like it's like Santa's helicopter. Santa's. It's just like this is great. Yeah. Listen to listen to Santa's helicopter. Oh, Maybe just got a copyright strike for one, singing that. I'm one sorry. more thing. One more thing about the frogs <laughs> yeah. before we move on from oh weird we're not moving on experimental shit music. That's great. Um, I, uh, I didn't work, but I had a friend who worked at the uh, radio station in college, and they had a huge, a room this size filled with racks and racks of CDs. And most of them were labeled, because it was like, you know, if you were a DJ there, you could play whatever you wanted to, mm -hmm. but they had most of the CDs labeled, so you pull out the CD and it would say all the tracks, and it'd be like, really good, uh, like, Saturday night track. It was almost like a pre-Pandora 
a pre-Spotify kind of like someone had gone in and mood tracked all this stuff. Wow. They had two Frogs albums, and and on top of them, they all just said, "Do not play, do not play." <laughs> I was like, "Why are they in this library?" So naturally, <laughs> I looked them up, and that's how I figured out how awesome they are. Cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, Charlie, that's that's equally valid. I guess we just just by virtue of the fact that Uncharted Four and Doom came out this week, I kind of phrased it in terms of one versus the other, or one style versus the other. But there is kind of kind of in terms of music or in movies. Tastes can also include the bizarre, the the unfound, the uh, the B level. Yeah. Uh, would you say that? So would you say that's that's your? Oh, absolutely. So that's challenging though, because that magic combination only happens once every so often. But there's so many people that think they have like this perfect vision for their their product, and it's it's never going to be that. It that's that's the beautiful horrible. thing, right? The the soaring aspiration oh, yes. and the crushing reality of what became. <laughs> and you can tell how much effort they put into it. They thought, they looked it back, they're like, oh, this is, this is perfect, but really, it's just ass. Yeah. <laughs> Real ass. Are you a Mystery Science Theater fan at all? Uh, not, not too much. It seems like kind of your cup of tea, like it's just people watching bad movies making fun of them. Like it's nothing new, but hearing their stories is always great because they talk about this movie... I forget, it's like the time machine or something like that, like or flying time machine or, or time chasers. That's what it's called. Oh yeah, time chasers. And it was like a Canadian, oh. uh, like sci-fi movie. But the creators of the movie knew of Mystery Science Theater. They knew there was these guys who were making fun of movies, and they sent it to him and said, "We challenge you, make fun of our film." And then you watch it, you're like, "Oh my god, it's so bad." It's but it, knowing sold that more copies of that movie. One hundred percent. I only know about it because of. You know that, but it's like that—that that is the thing where you get so involved with your own project that you start to believe it's good, or you're like, "I did it! I finally made it!" And those are the really good bad things. Like those this, are, like yeah. this episode of Dude Suit. Yes, yeah. just like this one. <laughs> Every it's episode. Perfect. Uh, there was uh, one of the one of the favorite things that I like about both about uh, Mystery Science Theater and about games or about media in general is when it becomes obvious to me that the person saw something at some point in their life, thought it was the coolest thing got three years away from it, and then had this great idea for a new thing that is exactly that old thing. Mm -hmm. And then they try to make it again, except it's worse. Mm -hmm. So there are, I can't count how many Mystery Science Theaters I've seen that are just bad remakes of Terminator, or uh, or Predator, yeah. or both. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's like that movie Deadly Prey that just has the dude in like cargo shorts running around in like the state park. Oh, and the dinosaurs are chasing him. Mm, I don't think there's dinosaurs in that one. I think oh, it's, maybe. it's just a combination of Rambo and Predator. Because, like, the army's after him because he's an unstoppable kill machine. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's, like, out on the loose and wild. But by the end of it, he's, like, covered in mud and screaming, just like in Predator. Yeah, yeah, Maybe there are dinosaurs. <laughs> Fuck, I can't remember now. Is that what the, the fat dude's in the halfway house? Ye yeah. Ye yeah? They just, it's just, here, I'll look up a picture. It sounds it's, awesome. The dude yeah, is blonde and about. has, like, a giant mullet. And it's the best thing in the world. Yeah, I think you and Bruce watched it in your studio apartment a few years back. Oh, I think so. Yeah, those are good days. The the uh, best is when trash becomes real popular. Oh, like, like The Room? Uh, I, guess, I was thinking more like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, um, oh ouch. No, I'm not saying... close to the bone there, no, James. No, I'm not saying Rocky Horror Picture Show is trash, but it is trashy. It is oh, okay. of that ilk. It is okay, of the weird and not necessarily supposed to make sense. But it's funny because then you get copycats. Oh, yeah. Like, so there was this one, like, mad genius, right, who comes up with a Rocky Horror Picture Show-esque idea and executes it such that it becomes a phenomenon. Right. And then other people that aren't, that they're just mad. They don't have the genius part. They come afterwards and they try and recreate something. Yeah, but they do it intentionally, and that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't do the little... Oh, that's weird. You don't pick up the man and... I guess it didn't happen. Oh, well. Don't focus on the game. Sorry. Um, it's a good game. Focus on whatever the fuck I want, audio <laughs> listeners. 
I, Thank I, you for listening. I, we love you. <laughs> I, Jesus Christ. I usually fight for, the, I fight for the audio listeners because I am an audio listener. I listen, like I was listening to Off Topic on the way here to make sure they're not talking shit about us. And they usually are. <laughs> I was going to say, just assume that they are and then you don't have to listen yeah. to them. Oh, yeah. It's weird how obsessed so they are with long, us. So long. So long, though. Jeez, just like all of their videos. Edit that shit down. I mean, that's, that's us, though. Do you want to edit this? No. Well, there you go. I already edited it in half. If we're talking about off-topic runtime. Uh-huh. Jeez. See? And if they listen to this, they know we're talking shit about them. But they probably how, don't. How long is the Doom campaign? Uh, it depends. It de- so I got through it in like eight hours. Eight yeah, hours. It's, it's a bit of a weasel because I'm ten hours and I'm not done with it. So it genuinely depends on how, on what difficulty you're on and how much you want to explore the maps. Mm-hmm. Um, the first map doesn't really make a good case for it because it's a little more linear. Yeah. But the levels really do get opened up, and there's a lot of like secret areas. Mm-hmm. And um, the way the map system works, it's, it's basically the perfect system. Like, when you're, when you're running through, it'll reveal areas around you in like a radius. Mm-hmm. So if you go back into the map, you can see, oh, there's this dark corner I didn't go to. Mm-hmm. You go over there, you open the map again, you see there's this like, other platform up here. You're like, well, how the fuck do I get up there? You start looking around, you're like, oh, there's a vent here. I can crawl through that and find a secret area. So I've spent a good amount of time ferreting out all the little secrets and upgrades and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's a good yeah. game. It depends, it depends, I guess, what difficulty you're on and how much you want to search around. For, if you're looking for just like a fun, like fast-paced first-person shooter, like this is so good. It's, I mean, everyone's yeah. saying, like comparing it to Wolfenstein. Yeah, it's, which, yeah, it's similar but different. Yeah. Um, Wolfenstein, a little, little slower paced, oh, a little shit. more narrative. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, Are they not comparing it to, like, the, the grand remake that Wolfenstein was as well? As oh, the- I see. Yeah, I guess spiritually that makes a lot of sense. It was that Wolfenstein, like, blew people away with what they did with the source material and how they updated it and revamped it and mm-hmm. made it... Contemporary is maybe the wrong word. Con- contemporary can be interpreted in a lot of ways, but, okay, that's, that's a valid point. Yeah, in that case, I guess the, the analogy is accurate. But, uh, so, skipping back a few beats, Charlie, what are, what are some of your favorite kind of shitty games... Aside from the crazy baseball one where you can do backflips and turn into a human tornado. Um, favorite shitty games? I don't know. Ace of Seafood, objectively, isn't a very good game, but I love it. Really? Mm-hmm. I just have, like, a whole troop of salmon, and we go after, like, giant squid and shit. Ooh. How many hours have you put into this game? Six. Six hours. I downloaded it two days ago. <laughs> well, is but it... Historically, like, thinking back over the years, uh-huh. is there anything, anything that stands out as near and dear to your heart? I don't know. Right now, Ace of Seafood's just the only thing that's <laughs> the only thing thinking about. Is there, is there, um, is this on Steam? Is this yeah. like an early access game? No, it's on Steam. It's not early access. It's, it's finished. They, it's they're finished. coming out with a multiplayer, so you can take the Salmons head-to-head if you'd like. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Fish game into the world, stage. It's funny to think about the, the world that you probably lived in before Steam early access or something like it, because it's like, you're like, oh. downloading this .exe, and I really <laughs> hope it doesn't ruin everything. We did that. We, I think we got some Russian malware trying to get, um, some like random first person shooter. What was the one we tried to get working? Oh, Patriot. No, that worked okay. Yeah, but it was still scary. That was it's a little very scary. scary. But that's yeah, I had to install like daemon tools and all sorts of that's, stuff. That's that's part of the ambiance. It's a, it's like a fourth degree yeah. of Russian gaming is the fear. It's like Russian roulette. Yeah. That's uh that's part of what makes me so sexually excited to go to like weird porno corners of the internet. You never know what you're gonna get, man. <laughs> you come back from the d- dark web, you carry a lot of Deep web, excuse me. The only thing is that... Carry a lot of viruses with you. I, I, I'd agree, except that it's at what cost to the people involved. If someone's just making a game that's fucked up and weird, then it's like, all right, that's one thing. But if it's, if it's pornography, oh. people might have been hurt along the no, way. No, 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 no. I'm talking I don't purely want to go searching of, for that. I'm talking purely in terms of, like, 
animated video game porn. Oh, please. Oh, yeah. I'm an ethical, uh, yeah. creepy porn consumer. Okay. Yeah, now I'm on the same page. So someone yeah. really hurt their wrist making that for you. That's true. They could have gotten... I hurt my wrist watching it. So. <laughs> oh, God. I set that one up for you, by <laughs> yeah, the way. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that was a layup. I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm particularly terrible about, like, picking up on cues, but I'm, I'm glad yeah, I could that's, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's called Asperger's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're all on the spectrum somewhere. Yeah. You like maps, and you can't pick up when people are telling you to stop. What? <laughs> the audio listeners are doing fine, Adam. I worry about them. <laughs> I worry for them. I worry for I'm you. I'm so sorry. Uh, speaking of, well, no, there's not really a link there. Do but, it. Make it no, happen. Okay, so what are you trying to segue into? trying to, to segue into uh, an ad read for Blue Apron. Oh, well, you know, all that... Speaking all of knives, speaking all of the weird, well, you know the best way to work up an appetite. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's is true. weird anime pornography Boy. in the deep web. Mm -hmm. And and why not finish that appetite? Play a flash satisfy game. Satisfy yourself. Moving with, your wrist back and yeah. forth a lot. You burn off a lot of calories. Boy, you get to work up a mighty hunger. Yeah. But don't don't exhaust your fine motor skills too much because you'll still have to work those knives. Blue Apron sponsoring this episode of Dude Soup. Uh, so Blue Apron is something that I've wished existed for years now. Um, the, the sad irony being it has existed for a long time and it took me until now to actually start using it. But uh, the idea is that you sign up for it, you sign up for a certain meal plan, like so many meals a week for so many people, and they will send you this box with all of the ingredients for all those meals, like prepared, prepackaged, pre-measured, and uh, you just kind of take them out, put them in your fridge, and they send you these like cardboard recipe cards too. You did it recently, right? Yeah, this okay. last week. Yeah, um, how'd it work out? Very, very well, very well. Uh, so a couple of, couple of like things to be aware of. You do have to have at least some kind of intermediate skill of cooking. You have to be able to slice and dice things. You, uh, you need some, somewhat of a stocked kitchen. You need like oil, knives, salt, pepper, pans, pots, those sorts of things. But if you have all that, if you have a normal kitchen, a normal adult kitchen, uh, you can just hit the ground running with Blue Apron. Um, it's pretty cool too. They, they like, they source all of their ingredients locally. It's all fresh from farm type stuff. It's all, uh, all re renewable, sustainable. So what they say is, let's see here, uh, let's see here, they bring you the best for less $10 a meal, which is pretty good too. Uh, seasonal recipes with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Uh, artisan suppliers, or artisanal suppliers, all of that word. Family-run mm -hmm. uh, family farms, or family-fun farms is pretty good too. Uh, fisheries and ranchers. So yeah, everything, everything they send is, is all natural, no GMO, all that business. Some of it might be... I guess they didn't really say specifically that it new, was... A new study came out said that people shouldn't get all up in arms about GMOs because they're not bad for you. Well, it's not a question of being bad for you. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, can I just say... There's another concern. Can I just say about Blue Apron that it was like a week ago, probably maybe a week and a day, that Elise said, hey, we should do Blue Apron. And I said, what is that? And she said, oh, it's a thing where you, you know, you just, they send you recipes and the ingredients and then you make the food. And I was like, absolutely, let's do it. So what's the code? <laughs> uh, so so I've, I've apparently done my job very well. Um, oh, yeah. Wait, one more anecdote. Okay. Got to build this up a little bit. So maybe you're concerned that, that cooking takes too long or that it's too much effort and that it's real easy to just drive to a drive-thru. Well, let me tell you. Something interesting happened over the weekend, James. Okay. Uh, so I, I was like, yeah, I'm hungry. I'm going to start cooking our next, our next meal, which was like, pan-seared pork with mashed potatoes and collard greens, which was mm -hmm. fucking awesome, by the way. Uh, so I started cooking, and Stephanie was like, you know what, I want to go to Chick-fil-A. I, I need those nuggets, is what mm -hmm. she said, okay. while she was, like, slapping her mm -hmm. 
She's like slapping her lap and crying. Okay. Nuggets. Yeah. As cavemen you know, do. Yeah. yeah, basically once a week we have a nugget outbreak. Uh -huh. So she basically left the apartment as soon as I started preparing, like I was, I was like chopping and shit. And by the time she got back, I had plated the food and it was already ready to go. So even though it is a bit of effort, it is like maybe 25, 30 minutes from yeah. prep to cook. And that's honestly about how long it takes to get in your car, drive to a drive-thru, come back home and eat. Yeah. So it really doesn't take longer than getting fast food. It's much healthier. Uh, since all the stuff is pre-portioned, it's actually like reasonable portions, which yeah. is something I think maybe people don't understand about food as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it's, uh, it's cheaper too, because it's $10 or less per serving once you, once you price it all out. So it's... One of the things that I, I often think is like, and this this hit me the first time I played The Sims, which is stupid because it's like 20 years ago. I promise yeah. this is going to lo lock okay. up. But game players are so good at gaming life, or sorry, at gaming games, I should say. They find out the ideal way to do things. And when they play life management games and they're managing somebody, Princess Maker or what have you, they're basically like, no, we're going to make this the perfect Ubermensch. Like, you don't need to have fun right now. Piss and get back in the gym. Mm -hmm. And... When you're running somebody else that way, it's like, okay, so you make all the right decisions when it's abstracted from you. Yeah. But when it comes to you, all you do is eat cotton candy and hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's always been interesting to me that even though gamers are really good about figuring out rules, they don't apply that to themselves. Maybe that's an unfair generalization. That's, that's life. That's, that's, that's humanity. It's much harder when you're in your own body and you yeah. logically know the decision to make, but you're hungry. Yeah. Are, you, are you still uh, doing the ad read or are you yelling at me? I'm doing a little bit of both, to be honest. <laughs> So yeah, let's get to that code. Um, you can check out this week's menu because it changes every week. Uh, get two meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash soup. So Please, do it. Please, are you listening? <laughs> She's not watching. Nobody Please, watches this. do it. Except for the audio listeners. Uh, so audio listeners only... Uh, blueapron.com slash soup. That's a joke. Everybody can use that. So please do. Um, I've had a wonderful experience with it. I plan to keep using it. It, it, it's funny, I guess, I guess we're clear of ad read territory now, but I was actually already kind of doing that, but more wastefully and more time consuming. So what I would do is I would go on the internet, I would find like four or five recipes for the week. I'd make a shopping list and mm -hmm. then I'd order it all from Amazon Fresh. And then I'd put out my bags. The problem is um, I just had to order in bulk. So I would have to order yeah. like a bag of carrots if I only needed one. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be stuck with a lot of carrots, I'd just eat them, but whatever. Uh, so this is, it's cheaper, it's more efficient. Um, although, like, the packaging is recyclable, which makes me feel good about myself, even though, according to Adam, it's all a scam anyway. Um, well, he just what? says that they sort it. It doesn't matter how you put it away. They'll sort it eventually. <sighs> yeah. I, I think... Oh, recycling. Sorry, I, I was half listening. I, I, I really... <laughs> I genuinely like to cook, and... But the, the biggest the biggest hurdle is you walk into the kitchen and you have, like, pieces. It's like... It's as though you have, like, you want to do one puzzle, and you have the cover of the box, but... All the pieces are in one room mixed with four other puzzles. Yeah. And so the first part is like, all right, I guess I have to go through and figure out which puzzle I'm going to yeah, do. Yeah, get all the pieces together. But if there's a box that arrives, I like Yeah, that. there's a box. And, man, it's they, they basically, like, for all the little stuff, mm -hmm. it comes in, like, a little bag, so it's already pre-sorted. Mm -hmm. And then it's just, like, a, a bunch of little, like, squeeze tubes and stuff. Oh, it's, it's so What weird. about you, Charlie? What Cooking kind of weird shit do you like to eat? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I can't cook, so I don't know shit about Blue Apron or You're anything. like, only salmon. <laughs> Speaking of salmon, Ace of Seafood's on sale. Oh, it is? Ooh, oh, they're going to think about how we're running out of fish. 
sad. Oh, oh, yeah, there's also that. Yeah, there's like a fish shortage. Oh, we're fishing. And I think about that every time I eat like... Farm raised, man. I only eat like a bite of salmon and then just throw it away. I don't know why I do that. Yeah, it's it doesn't weird. bring it back to life. You no. just lick it. I mean, it can yeah, be done with you. I, it can be farm raised salmon. Too. Wild caught salmon is, is the problem. I mean, it may not be a problem. I'm thoroughly ignorant about this issue, but yeah, I do know overfishing is a problem. Or at least that's what I'm told. Just eat dolphin. Um, I, so so I was smart. in the Florida Keys... Oh yeah, so you're on last vacation. Week. Last yeah, week. I was on vacation. You thought it was, we, a, you, it was a wedding. We thought we kicked you off the podcast and off the demo disc. Well, yeah, sometimes I'm too gonna, opinionated. Well, some people um, gotta take a break. But uh, I went on Not vacation so and spent time with uh, my family down in the Florida Keys. They don't they don't live there, so don't go looking for them. Also, I wasn't in Orlando at Harry Potter World. Oh, and the guy who posted somebody a picture took a shot of somebody's iPad with a photo on it. Yeah, and they're like, "Is this Elise?" And I was like. They don't know what all these looks like. But um, we I were consider in the it a compliment Keys. that somebody is so obsessed with us that when they see a random photo on some dude's random iPad, they think yeah. it's... That's Elise. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, uh, there, well, I went to a restaurant. Obviously, there's a ton of seafood down there. And they're just like... like I, We got fish tacos, and I swear they were fish burritos with... You know, if you ordered fish and chips, the kind of size oh, yeah. fish that they would give you, it was that in a tortilla. And they were like, here you go. Here's your fish taco. And I was like... Uh, but there's a place we went to that they, if you go fishing, it's a very fishing cultured place down there. Everyone has a boat. Uh, you just bring your fish back and no, then you prepared. pay like 10 bucks or something and they'll make it for you. I'll do it myself. It's like, oh, that's cool. That's very cool. That's cool. Um, I did a really dick thing this morning. Okay. Cool. Kind of. The, the person did the dick thing first. So um, well, you're, you're, I, I've done my point. diatribe about why humans are like the most terrible thing ever. Well, like do, it, do it again. I don't remember this. Well, one. people people cannot be bothered yeah. to clean up their own shit. Oh, sure, yeah. And that that includes like office spaces where people can't like, you know, clean up the toilet. They'll just piss on the seat and oh, like, yeah. Boy, well, like the bathrooms here I are mean, a fucking war zone. Yeah, moving not, on. Not yeah. to shit on your point, huh? pun intended. Hey, but um, do your cats clean out their own litter box? Boom. No, not at all. No, this is this is where it's worse. I cats expect, are not sentient. But that's the thing. I expect that out of cats, and actually, in a lot of ways, my cats are cleaner than most humans. Uh, point today, I was leaving and I, I see the, um, I had to throw something away and I see the garbage, you know, the garbage disposal of work typically at a, oh, should I drop this? The demons uh, here. Are. Yeah, right. here the demons. Um, so typically oh. you gotta open the door and then you open the trash or you put the thing down. I noticed the door was very much ajar. Okay. Very so much. I look at it. Some asshole or assholes just dumped all their bags oh, yeah. and their boxes and their pizza boxes and they just left oh, it in there. in the room because they didn't want to put it in the shoe. It wasn't in the room. That's the thing. It's not a room. It's just very, it's just like doors. It's just like and, a closet. Yeah, and then like a really tight closet. And I'm just like, I, I'm slowly losing just faith in humanity like seeing this. But then I see the boxes. They're Amazon boxes. Ooh. So the guy's address uh, yeah. is on there. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's on the clear other side of the hallway. I pick up the boxes. I walk them all the way back to his apartment, and I put them in front of nice. his door. You know he's just going to put them back. But That's fine. He has point. to drag them back. I, I almost knocked. I almost was just like, hey, hey you left up. these. You couldn't be bothered to open the fucking thing and put it in? Uh, what is wrong with you? My upstairs neighbors were listening to the voice at incredible volumes at 1.30 a.m. last night. As they do. Yeah. I knew it was the voice because I could hear everything through the floor. Uh, speaking of the voice, you and I were on the uh, Universal lot the other day. Are we allowed to talk about that? Are we allowed to? We can, uh, we can, I mean, we tweeted about it and shit. We can't say exactly what we did, I don't think. Uh, we did a Warcraft thing. Well, now everyone has to know. I don't um, know. Yeah. We, did, we did a Warcraft thing and paint was involved. As you can see in the photos where we're covered in paint. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But you couldn't make it, and I'm sorry. Apology accepted? You would have had fun. 
I was oh, really yeah. tired because I got I had just flown back. I had a really long day the day before. You would have had a good time. Um, you and Elise. And then Elise and I played Uncharted all day, so that was nice too. Vacation. Oh yeah, so speaking okay. of Uncharted. Uh, I got it. Got some got some other We'll get to Ace of, right Ace of Seafood <laughs> soon. Oh, Don't worry. Okay. Oh, sure. To your left. To your left. <laughs> oh, uh, Back to Uncharted. Yeah, uh, so we got, some, we got some real got some real controversies this week. Uh-oh. Um, people are mad about reviews again. What? Why? Because uh, a system exclusive came out, and that is apparently a call to arms for the internet. We were to... out to lunch yesterday, what? and we saw all the ads playing through, and Sally one Ford. of them said about Uncharted 4... It says, the best game ever made. Yeah. In which I looked at the TV and said, well, that's your opinion. Well, and you're allowed to have that. There was a review that didn't say it was the best game ever made, Adam. And that's a real problem. That's wow. a real problem. Oh. Who was it and why do I care? Uh, there was, I don't know, some like Miami Herald or something. <gasps> I, I, didn't, I didn't have time to gather specific notes. Uh, but it doesn't specifically matter because this shit happens every time. Uh, essentially... Somebody said that the best game ever made wasn't the best game ever made. Sure. A bunch of people called for his immediate murder. Mm-hmm. Um, the, something similar happened. There's a uh, 4X space strategy game called Stellaris out. An mm. IGN reviewer gave it a less than glowing review. Sure. And people concocted the most amazing conspiracy theory that relates to somehow he overheard at a press event two years ago that... Somebody didn't like Total Biscuit, but he liked Total Biscuit. So to get back at the publisher for not doing something right, he gave the game a bad review. Sure. Man, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure I got it wrong, too. That's how little I care. Um, so IGN, I believe, gave Doom a 7.1. How dare they? I don't care because I've been playing the game, and it's a lot of fun, and I really like it. Well, not, not once do I stop and go, well, I shouldn't enjoy this. Adam, if, uh, if everybody had your... Your intelligence and your maturity. Oh. We wouldn't be talking about this right now. Can we boy, do it? I just, just want to real ahead, quick. Why are you not hitting Y to dismiss that? Oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> I also. Oh, not... it's like a third of the screen at the bottom of the screen. I knew. I knew a... you'd bring that up, and I am with Lawrence, where I get tunnel vision, and it's I was, like I, I see just... things on the screen, and I just look past it. I was more preoccupied I'm... about like flowing forward and not having people yell at me about not knowing where to go. You know what, Lawrence? You were playing a video game, having a conversation, and making a well-constructed thought without ever once stumbling over your words. I'm proud of you. No, I didn't do the right thing. Hit Y. Just dismiss it. <laughs> I can't. How are you gonna? I'm just. You're gonna get into a fire I'm leave fight, that there, James. and you're not gonna know that I you have you five health that. left because you, see you can't see in the bottom left of the screen. No, it's gonna stay there now. I hope um, you enjoy. I hope I, you enjoyed that. I typically don't tell people like go buy this game and go. support it, blah blah whatever. But like, if God, Doom, Doom is the most fun I've had well, in a game in a long time. Do you guys so, know how to open the weapon wheel? No. I'm still trying to figure that out. So um, why? I, I will say this. I will say this. It. That sucks, and you know who cares about an, what an IGN review, what one person thought of a game that, sure. like, who cares? But I guess there is a side of things where I wonder if that review will prevent people from buying it. And this is not this is not just some sort of like well, to their credit, the publisher game that well, and yeah, and the publisher actually like came out with a statement saying this conspiracy theory you guys have come up with is is ludicrous. Oh yeah, we totally respect the reviewer's opinion. We would never like. We would never challenge that. It is. It is the outlet and the editorial like sovereignty of them to say whatever they want about the sure, game. Yeah. If they had a bad time, it is of course in their right to say that. What? What's the general consensus on Doom? Not in this room, but like Metacritic or whatever. Is there? Do we know what that is? No, actually. I don't. I don't. We don't have to look it up. I'm just know. curious. Let's all just, just throw a number out there. <laughs> oh wait, there's. I'm gonna say 8.3. 8.3, yeah. so, I think. But, <laughs> so what all this has reignited is, uh, in in typical in typical fashion, and in and the internet's attempt to always justify its its weird lashing out. 
it has brought up the discussion that game review should be a thoroughly objective yet again. Like this, this old chestnut is busting out. Uh -huh. um, and I, I have my own particular philosophy on like reviewing and what the role of it is. And I can get into that in a second, but I do enough of that on this podcast. So I'd like to give you guys a chance to, to talk about what do you think reviews are for? What do you think they should include? Hmm. What, is the, what is their value? Also, like, I, I, I feel like the, the voice of the, of the editorial outlet is a antiquated and very uh, poor way of making your decision these days because of the, <clears throat> the day and age in which we live in where you have guys like Charlie or James or Lawrence where you can watch hundreds of hours of these people and their personal these, opinions. These people. These black people. Jesus. Whoa. What? I meant like black sheep. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Outcasts. Yeah, We're all outcasts, yeah. yes. That makes sense. It has nothing yes. to do with, you guys are weird like well, that. No, that's that's I just wanted to clarify. He was yeah. there. Yeah, I knew he was there. As we sit on the back of the bus of the internet mm. and form our decisions. Mm -hmm. I gotta stop making these analogies. Yeah, you it's got not, it. It stopped being funny about 20 minutes ago. Hey, that's the race joke they were talking about. Either, either way, the, you shouldn't blindly just go follow this reviewer and go, hmm, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust his opinion because I've, I don't know. Whereas, like, you can watch any one of our videos and go, oh, okay, I, I see, like, their likes and dislikes. So if I know James doesn't really like The Last of Us or he, he cites his reasons in a very uh, elo eloquent way and says why he doesn't feel why this game is the best game ever made, I go, okay, I feel the same way. So I'm probably going to trust what he says about Uncharted. But if James sits there and just talks about how Last of Us is the best game ever and I don't agree with him, why would I watch anything he has to say about anything else? It's yeah. like you can choose as a consumer where you get information. And so who needs the outlets anymore for reviews? Well, True. I mean, I think there's it's kind of a cheat sheet. You, you, can, you can experience, you can just, you can be like, you know what? I'm just going to go to Baja. <laughs> what a fuck it. I'm just going to go to Baja. Go to Baja. Or you might be like, well, I don't know if I can just afford to go to Baja. So I need to see what people are saying about Baja before I go to Baja. So I think you do need something out there. But what you should do is you should look at the broad scope of things. Sure. If you narrow down on one thing and you go, oh, this is how someone felt out so, about it. Also, you know, what what was the score for Uncharted or something? It's like a, just not what, the one that made people angry. The one that made people oh. angry. Oh, well, OK. So there were a couple that made people angry. Out of 10. Somebody gave it like an I think Jim Sterling gave it an 8.5. Again, I could be wrong. I meant to collect all these notes. Didn't have to. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. Uh, and then um, the, there was like the the newspaper reporter laid into it pretty hard. But to be frank, it was also a really shitty review. I uh, read it. Yeah, it was yeah. just like it was thoroughly like unsubstantiated. There was yeah. just a lot. It was basically him just air, like mad at it. Yeah. And that was pretty apparent. Did he bring up his divorce well, or something like it, Probably. I, and so, I mean, if if the Jim Sterling thing is like an 8.5, that's that's an editorial self-constructed disaster <laughs> because they basically they basically taught the audience to think about scoring systems mm. in this scale where okay. anything five is not the average, mm -hmm. five is not your average game, five is a bad game. Yeah, you're basically wasting well, about six is, numbers in a ten-point scale. And, in that regard, I don't think it's necessarily the editorial fault. I think it's kind of the way people think about it in terms of school grades. Well, it's yeah, the Yelp, know, but it's that's the Yelp what... thing. It's either one out of five or five out of five. Hmm. And rarely have I been to a restaurant where it is like highly rated, where I'm like, this was the best thing I've ever had. I'm always like, yeah, it's, it's, it's well, decent. It's I good. mean, you're not going to go out of your way to write an average review, whereas a reviewer's job no. is to evaluate yeah. a product. A Yelp least... reviewer's job is to, yeah. I'm well, they're not, they're not, it's not their job, though. Yeah. They just went to a restaurant, and if they really like it or really hate it, they're going to be passionate enough to take the time. But mm -hmm. if it was like, okay, 
They'll just go on about their lives. Ever, ever tell you about my secret sushi place? I think I've, I've taken you there. So I found a place. Oh, yeah, you did, you did. Jess and I found this place, and it was very lowly rated on Yelp, by Yelp standards. It was like two and a half or three out of star. Three out of five stars. We're like, let's give Which it a again, go. again, shouldn't be considered low. But well, here's the thing. We went there completely empty. Uh, had an order. It was like the best sushi I've had in my life. Uh-huh. And I think one of us was like, should we, should we try to help the Yelp score? We're like, no. Keep it a secret. Nice. Yeah, I don't want people to come here. We went there like uh, like a month ago, and it was packed. I'm like, fuck, people talked. Out of business. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like you're, you're allowed to just kind of sit in your own world and enjoy your own things. You don't have to hmm. yell at everyone and make them agree with you that the thing that you like is the best thing in the world. Unless it's math or unless it's science. Even science deals in theories. Like, unless it's things like that, absolutes are really easy to figure out. Mm-hmm. Opinions are also really easy to identify. If it's an opinion and you don't agree with it, then feel free to take the time to form your own, hmm. right? That's if you hard. hear someone else's opinion, it, it is hard, but then, you know what also, I guess I was going to say getting angry about something is hard, but it's not. Yeah, apparently. Um, just, you can just take that energy, and instead of writing a Tumblr post or whatever about how you disagree with this reviewer who I assure you had never heard of, until someone else linked you this article or whatever, mm-hmm. then just just go play the game and then decide for yourself if you like it or not. Also, it's not going to affect the sales. The game's going to fucking do gangbusters. Which shouldn't, it's fine. That shouldn't. That should not ever be your concern. Yeah, it's a um, weird thing where you see like a product. Well, it's like the Marvel versus DC nerds, which mm-hmm. I'm you know proudly a part of. Um, but it's that sort of thing where they're like, well, Civil War made more than Batman for Zoom, man. Looks like it's the better films. Like, yeah. Or it wins. And Transformers made a billion bucks. Who cares? Like, it yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much something money makes because you're not getting a penny of it. So shut up. Well, it's also, on top of that, I always like the Marvel versus DC. Like, Marvel's killing it in those movies. Those movies are just killing it, Marvel. And I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. like, yeah, DC has how many concurrent running television shows? Sure. Like, Smallville ran for nine seasons or something. That's a lot of ads. You know, they don't really count them like box office. Right. But that's a lot of money, too. It's I don't just, know. It's easier. I don't know. It's, I guess it's, it's easier to just on, pick a side and yell about you it. You want to be on the winning team. Well, but there's no team. So I would argue there is something kind of broken in reviewing philosophy. And having, having written a lot of reviews, I kind of took a... And, you know, just because it's my nature. Spent a long time thinking about, thinking about them. Uh, it seems to me that... Uh, so a lot of people argue for objective reviews, and I think what they what they want is for the author to remove their taste and bias from a review. It's impossible. It's not impossible because if you're a professional, you should be able to do that. Um, maybe, rather, it should be the goal. Um, maybe, maybe it's not possible. But so to me, the the sign of an excellent reviewer uh, or an art critic or whatever. Well, yeah, the sign of an excellent reviewer is one that can. One that can recommend a product to somebody that they don't like, but they know that other person will. Okay. So it's like, I know games well enough to know that I don't like racing games, but I know, the, I know the form well enough to know that this is a good racing game, and I know that people who like racing games will like it. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it, but if you, I, can, I can tell that you will. And to me, the ability to abstract your taste from your evaluation of a product and your appraisal of it is is vital and I think that's what people say when they when they want objective reviews. You ever seen that Mel Gibson movie where they freeze him? No. That's yes, a, of course, Forever Young. Yeah, Forever Young. So oh. what we need is our government uh, 50 odd years ago to just freeze a lot of people 
who have no understanding of our world or anything that exists. Mm -hmm. We wake up one of these people to review a thing. Oh, and then put them away like Winter Soldier. Yeah. Oh, the <laughs> so the guy pops out, he's like, <gasps> and he goes, give him Uncharted, and then yeah. he goes, oh, okay. And then he gives his thoughts about it, and he's like, I didn't care for it. And like, yeah. okay, back to bed. And, he goes, and then he wakes up another hundred years and reviews the next uh, Vive or something. Hmm. Interesting. That's that's. I fix game reviews. That's sort of the opposite of what I'm saying. I, we need <laughs> we need reviewers that have such a body of in, of of, uh, of, in, of intelligence and knowledge about gaming that they can so abstract out. I agree. We find cavemen. I, 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 I totally get what you're saying, and I agree. Here's here's the problem. How much money did you make as a game reviewer? Oh, I mean, almost none. I I did it because I really like playing yeah. games and talking. This, about this it. is the same problem we have with at least in America, like teachers. Mm -hmm. Teachers are not being oh, compensated to do the absolute best that they can with the students in their classroom. So there's hardly any motivation other than their own personal motivation to go above and beyond and make it the best classroom any any teacher could ever make. Your reward right? is hmm. the child who one day becomes Bill Gates and just showers you with riches. Well, I mean, honestly, your reward is probably the child that's a shithead, but that's it's a shithead because he's a 10-year-old and it oh. doesn't matter, but then eventually at 16 realizes like, oh, I could do something with my life and then goes on and without thinking about it, uses motivation that you provided them when they were 10 to go on and do something. I'm just saying like, you know, there's there's money involved too, and anytime money gets involved, it's going to be, it's going to be wow, it's a lot cheaper for I. This is, I don't know if Polygon does this. I have no idea how their business works or whatever. Yeah, no but idea. like, it's a lot cheaper for Polygon to say farm out reviews to reviewers who are willing to do it for two hundred and fifty bucks a pop than have the greatest reviewer who commands a salary mm -hmm. and health insurance and stuff like that, who is not only passionate about reviewing games, but also, you know, like, is well compensated for yeah. it. No, that's a, yeah. that's a really good so, point. So, I mean, money complicates things. It's, it's... What we're saying, Charlie, is you're replaceable. Yeah. So I, thanks uh, for coming. Take I'm going you home. <laughs> remove yourself from the Ace of, Ace of Seafood review. Oh, I, God. I did have a question. You've lived in Florida your whole life? Yeah. What's that like? I mean, I don't know. It's not great. It's a lot of old people. There's actually an old homeless man who lives on the corner and jerks off once a week. Oh, that's nice. What day? Oh, well, that used to be, I'm varies. sure. It's, okay. it's volatile. <laughs> Do you feel lucky thing. if you happen to catch it? Oh, I go out of my way to catch it. Like if I, <laughs> it's if like I don't a unicorn. Your belly yeah. sliding on there? Is there a oh special God, term yeah. for if, since he can masturbate any day of the week, but it has to be once a week, if, say, he masturbates on a Saturday oh, yeah. at the end of his week, uh, and then you catch him masturbating on a Sunday, is that like... Oh, I'm going to call him out on it. Yeah, yeah. you're like, hey! You went yeah. over your quota today, hey, Frederick. Buddy. You yeah. did it wrong. I assume his name is Frederick. He's um, a game reviewer. Yeah. So, <laughs> He's out of his job. I forgot. We, I think you Uncharted and I were, sucked. So for some reason, Florida came up in a discussion earlier when we were talking about it. Because like, as a kid growing up, my, my world of Florida was just Miami. I was like, what a perfect oh, yeah. little world. Like, beautiful sand. And then like as I got older, I remember I saw Orlando. I'm like, it's just a swamp. Yeah, it's, it's all swamps. It's definitely all swamps. So you live in a swamp? Pretty much. Okay. Swamp. Cool. That's well, why there's a Welcome to our swamp. I, I flew out of Miami. Because like you know, I'm not gonna. There's no Keys airports. They are, but they're real tiny. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, all right, well, we'll drive back up to Miami and I'll fly from there to Los Angeles. Sure. Come back here. Um, but my only request was that there was enough time in our travel that I could get to Miami and then also drive to the the building that is supposed to be the place for the birdcage club. <laughs> Jesus. So I did that, that was a lot and, of build -up. but it was literally just yeah, right? like get there and then and then go out of the way and then drive down that little street. Uh, I, I, Miami, I've never really spent a lot of time in Miami, but I wish it was a little bit more. Um, I wish more of the population of Miami were like 
dudes in really tiny bathing trunks, rollerblading that are really ripped and kind of have like, like a boombox over yeah. one shoulder. No. <laughs> Listening that's, to you. That's what I want my Miami to be. Okay. You pull over the one Cuban guy, you're like, can you put this on? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and then he takes off his shirt, and I'm like, no! Your wife is not arm. ripped enough. Elisa's on her phone, just. So can it be ripped dudes and other dudes wearing like Tommy Bahama t shirt or like button ups and like a, a, a straw I only hat? want beautiful people in Miami. No beautiful people, people? only beautiful oh, people okay. in, in very little clothing. That's my that's the Miami I dream of when I go to sleep. And then the rest of Florida is just fat, doughy yeah, old just people. A trash just hole. Shit. Trash park. <laughs> okay, park. that makes sense. <laughs> Boy, man. I, uh, Disney World is a it's a colorful melting pot of folk with a capital F. Did I say land? I meant world. You said, you said world. Oh thank God. I mix those up all the time. Mm. Uh, which is which is great uh, when you're dating a Disney fanatic. She loves that. Can't get enough of that. Of Disney? Yeah, Disney well, World, no, just me getting, me getting Disney things wrong. Because, boy, do I not like, care. Chicken nuggets again. Yeah. You've upset me. Uh, Jess, she opens her mouth and I just, like, flick a nugget in there. Jess sent me a video. I send it to you. But they have, are you, are you familiar with Tron? The, uh, the world oh, yeah. of Tron? Shit, yeah. man. They have a light cycle ride <gasps> in Shanghai. I keep saying this. China gets all the cool stuff. <laughs> Only now, though. Yeah. They get all the fucking pollution. Like, for a long worth time, it? those Disney know, worlds were shitty. So worth it. I don't know. Anyway. What's the weapon mod gun is, button? Is it Y? I don't know. Y is dismissed. That's all I know. Um, <laughs> there it is. It's up. It's D-pad. up on the D-pad. I figured it out. That's Michael good. and Lindsay went to Harry Potter World. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm slightly upset at Barbara, John, and Michael and Lindsay. Boy, airing okay. of grievances. That's a lot of people. people. Well, because I see on Twitter, they're like, oh, we're at Harry Potter World. I'm like, oh, they must be in Florida. They never even... Stop oh, to yeah, contact right, any though. one of us and say hi. They Did John and Barbara go to Harry Potter World as well? No, but they're in town. Oh, well then, it's different. No, I get that. They all hung out with Joel, though. There was a moment. They're all especially with Joel. I was like, what? Yeah. Is Joel at the airport picking these people up? Like, what's happening? There was a there was a moment where I did see the Michael and Lindsay like, hey, we're here at Universal Studios. Yeah. And then Jesus and then Elise goes, I think they're in Los Angeles. And I'm like, no. We would have known. <laughs> but they were totally here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't, didn't even bother to say hi. Oh, well. like, okay. They got shit to do. I, I wouldn't yeah. say hi either. See Joel. I traveled to Austin for I, to Austin be, land. To be fair, I would. I never say hi. I always say hi. I try to make time for everyone. I promised, I promised Jack and Katie there I would go. spend time with them next time. Okay. That's nice of you. I, 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 oh, speaking of which, we need to play the Harry Potter board game with Jack and Katie. Not you. That's a board game? None of you are involved. So. Okay. They, they have a clue. Harry Potter. Oh, that's flute. right. And yeah. the walls rotate, and uh, it's really fun. I'm trying to think of less of a, what could be less of a dick move than bringing something. I'm saying, oh, I need to do this thing. But none of you are involved. <laughs> uh, Reminder. Um, what about taking your trash to the trash closet <laughs> and then dumping it in there with no regard uh, for What about giving Uncharted 4 a bad review? By I bad, I mean less than nine. Here, here's the thing. If I were to review Those Uncharted, fuckers. I'd probably give it like a solid seven. Ooh, solid. If I, but I don't believe in numbers because I think they're stupid. But you hear um, that, listeners? Give Adam a fucking, give him two barrels. I am, it's just funny because it is, it is a, but it's not a game for me. Doom is a game for me. Doom is a game that moves forward. The part where you're in the room, and there was the guy talking, and the door wouldn't open. Oh, Drives yeah. me insane. That was that was that was long. There was a part. That's where the my, longest, like, non-interactive part of the game, though. So that's uh, there was a part in Uncharted where my controller turned off because the cutscene was yeah. going so long. That happened to me in uh, in Metal Gear Solid Four yeah. twice during like the last the last segment. My my TV went into power saving mode more than once. This yeah. this um this Uncharted Four, which again. Only about three and a half hours in, and I am enjoying it. Like I'm like, I'll probably go home and play tonight mm-hmm. if there's time. But I, it does some things that I really don't like. Where there's a cutscene 
and then it gives you back control of the game. But mm -hmm. it's just so that way you yeah, can, so you walk, can walk, walk at a specific pace yeah. to the next cutscene. Some of that stuff, I'm like, I just just throw it into the whole cutscene. I don't need. I don't. Mm -hmm. You don't need to remind me that I, I'm playing a game. And I like um, with that said, I enjoy the cutscenes, but yeah. it's almost like I almost rather just watch the Uncharted movie. That'd be mm -hmm. kind of. Cool. I'd be okay with that because I'm like, it looks beautiful. It's well written. Yeah, it's fun. Um, but like. For some reason, I don't know if I have like a narcolepsy problem or something, but like I will, I, I fall asleep during like during certain games. If like it, like I was telling James yesterday, I was playing Marvel Puzzle Quest and I started leveling up Storm and I fell asleep with my finger on the button. Yeah. Awesome. And I ran out of ISO and I was like, oh, oh shit. I, I do like every yeah. single time a new Uncharted comes out because, you know, obviously things change, but I think of all the people that said like when Uncharted 1 came out, they were like, well, that's it. The yeah. best game has been made. And I'm like, I don't know. I think games could be better than this. Nope. But even even Naughty Dog seems to understand. Like Naughty Dog releases the best game that they can make. Mm -hmm. But then they, it's you could see every single Uncharted. The next one comes out, and they're like, we could have gotten those gun mechanics better. We could have mm -hmm. created better diversity. There's there has to be a reason to pick the AK-47 over the pistol, right? Mm -hmm. And then and like even in Uncharted Four is like probably the most obvious of it, where it's like climb to the top of that mountain. Mm -hmm. And it's a whole wall that you can climb as opposed to the one path that yeah. Drake can actually maneuver through. Oh, sure, yeah. Because clearly they, they were like, okay, there's room here where we can figure out to allow the players to experience it in their own way as sure. opposed to it, the, it the is, one specific it pattern. It is expertly paced, I will say that. Um, but it's also, it's not, it's, the pace is a little slow for me, personally. Oh, see a good you review? something? I said, okay, Google. Oh, jeez. Oh. Don't, don't ask us. And I would argue that a, a good reviewer Wait, could... Oh. What's abstract. the Metacritic score? I'm not going to let you do it. <laughs> Could abstract their, their personal taste out and find, find a way to articulate to those who are interested in it whether or not they would like it. I, I guess my problem is if, if you are the type of person who just heard me say, yeah, I'm not, I'm not crazy about the pacing of Uncharted and you got upset, take a very close look at your life and why that bothers you. Because it shouldn't. Shouldn't. It really shouldn't. But, I mean, there's a lot I'm of things that shouldn't guy. happen in this world. I'm, a, I'm, I'm just a person, and you might think to yourself, oh, but you're someone who... I thought we were friends. I thought I've watched thousands of hours of your videos, and you always said the things I thought you would say. It's like, but that's okay. We're different I, people. Be yourself. That's. A, somebody, I feel like I'm, somebody I, left a really long comment saying that the Dude Soup podcast is just an hour of people saying it's okay to have opinions. It's okay. It it's fine. I tried not to this this week, but I, I always end up going into that because, well, also I will. I, I was I didn't want to get into this, but we are getting to this point now where I'm a little scared. I was a little I was a little afraid of this happening in You're the early get days. No, not at all. Oh. The the fan base is getting so big, I'm starting to see a lot of negativity. And uh, there's nothing you yeah. can do about that. There's a comment about that, too. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, hey, guys, come on, keep it civil. Keep it cool. Well, I mean, that's all the right. thing. There's, there's a lot of things in this world that shouldn't be but are, and you have to deal with them. I know. People shouldn't be racist, but we still need the Civil Rights Act. So. There's, there's a weird... There's Charlie. Like, <laughs> I really just can't help Florida. myself. Florida. <laughs> there's, there's a weird, like... Um, like understanding of like how money works. I think the fear that you're talking about, like no one's gonna come and take away their game, yeah. But if it doesn't sell well because enough people said they didn't like it, it doesn't matter how much that one person liked it because there's not gonna be any more of them, right? And I think that's the fear. Oh. But you have to understand that that fear of the capitalism or whatever that you're doing is, is part of the grand ecosystem of everything. So when then you get really upset about a review, understand that the reason there's a diverse opinion of that review is because there's money behind it, and I don't know. It, money fuels everything. It's a man trying to keep me down. <laughs> I'm just know. glad we have single-player games again. Dooms, Mirror's Edge, Catalyst is coming out pretty soon. Yeah. Oh, y'all. It's yeah. good stuff, man. I miss campaigns.
I miss levels. They're fun. Well, I like it when it's a campaign and it's a campaign game. Uncharted yeah. is very much a campaign game. This, this I haven't played it myself, but it seems like a campaign game. Well, it's multiplayer game. and Snap Map, too, which I barely dabbled in. But then you have other games that are purely multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, like, like Overwatch, Overwatch, and they excel. They excel at the things that this is what I'm talking about from the beginning, man. I just want things to be what they is. There you go. I just want things to be what they is. Things Cross stitch that. What they is. That'll be the title. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening, watching. Boy, I hope we uh, we fix the audio issues. The video is looking crisp as shit. Yeah, it's pretty everybody's good. well lit. Colors are all over the place. Uh, quick note before we go. Kind of funny live is happening. Oh, yeah. uh, tickets are still available. Please go to kindoffunny.com/tickets. That's May 28th and 29th. So. Please help our friends out. Um, well, you know, it's not help. It's oh, a fun show. Go oh, have fun in the say, fun show. I had a meeting yesterday, a call, and there's going to be some crazy stuff there. It should be enjoyable. Dinosaurs? Um, close. Really close How to dinosaurs. How tight are your pants? Very tight. Not I mean, tight enough. Yeah, I mean, they will be tighter <laughs> for like the, the show. Glands. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, I know, I, I without getting into too many details, I think one of the things is going to be me, Bruce, uh, Michael, and Jeff just basically doing a podcast live, which is fun. And then there's a lot of other... Well, you don't have that to go. That sounds wild. Yeah, yeah. It's a little crazy. Uh, <laughs> We're going to sit and talk. Slow down, that. guys. I mean, if you're if you're into those two worlds colliding... <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Uh, you right, can enjoy that. But then the other stuff, like the other little surprises, I was like, I... I was genuinely surprised that that Ooh, that so got, secrets. Okay, it's not just and, white dudes at a table talking. All right. There is... There might... Be some costumes. I'm not saying there's going to be costumes, but there's going to be costumes. Yeah. yeah. See it kind of funny live. We might cosplay Greg Miller. My oh, cosplay yeah, Greg Miller? Was, okay, can we talk about that idea? One of the ideas was, yeah, we're all going to try our take on Greg Miller oh, geez. and dress up as him, which could be fun. And I look like Tim Getty, so it's fine. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. I do, yeah. You guys, why, why you guys going to And I look like that one Russian guy from Eurovision. Yeah. You see boy. that? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. I saw, I saw that. <laughs> I thought, boy, that looks like Adam. And then I looked at Twitter, and everybody else thought the same thing, so... Is this podcast on the top 10? Yes. No. We did one, it. More, one more time, kindoffunny.com slash tickets, May 28th, 29th. Uh, it should be a fun time. So I'm not Should be. Would you like to thank our guest? I've said like three words. I don't need to. I was talking about me. James, thank you for joining us. Uh, we will say, Critical, you're going to be here, or Charlie. I can't, I can't call you by your handle. It's Charlie. Charlie. That's, that's like Charlie your porn star name. I can't well, do that. It wouldn't be my porn star. Um, but you're going to be here all week making videos with us. So that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. excited. This was more of just like, Chill with us and watch us play Doom. This plane really. landed and we were like, God! Yeah. Sit him down in the chair. It's like having your best friend over. Good. Now I have somebody to watch me play Power Rangers. Yeah. Here's right. the shitty controller. Thanks for watching, everybody. Or listening. listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you listeners should just start watching. Just uh, start that. I like that the slogan for the show is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't take it too serious. I yeah. like that. Our uh, long thing of just telling you it's okay right. to have an opinion. Not time like for the awkward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did it. They're right. We do that a lot. Yeah. Well, it's either that or just become part of the fucking internet, internet anger mob, yelling at people, telling them you're right and they're wrong. And I guess that's what people want. We're all right. We're all wrong. Throw away your fucking trash. Are do we, we have like a closing card? Oh, you're still alive. Yeah. Still yeah. Alive. No, but this is the after show, Omar. Welcome to the Lauren takes his pants off. Special deleted scene. It's us walking away. Do we have an end card? No. Shit. Put the uh, we'll be right back up, but keep it up for a week. Yeah. Put it be right back up. Just keep it live for a long time. That's a good out, James. We, well, we need a buffer because if we cut the stream because of the like lag... Can we just roll the title people. credits that they use in Austin? This is a for, steal for $20. It was also free. Oh, it was free? It came yeah. with a lot of dildos. Said it's a lot and, of sex uh, toys. Do you still have the dildos? I think they got thrown out or moved. We've moved our stuff around so many times. It's a huge waste. I mean, I'm waiting for Omar to cut it. Omar, cut it! <laughs> cut, cut, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> cut the show! <sighs> My hand is numb. You can just cut... There we go. <laughs>